Welcome to Culturally Biased, the podcast for the people. And you know they got the touch like Midas. Them local pods give you a touch of the itis. If y'all subscribe to anything else, it must be a minus, man. The dopest combos every week, yeah, you know it's lit. And they always dropping jewels, better get a grip. Them topics hit like a no look left from Danny Swift. Them discussions are mean, you know the guests wanna be when shiz and O on the scene. Look, them animals at this podcast, ignore the poachers. And we coming for that spot, boy, I thought I told you. Current events, business tips for the culture. And that's including everyone except the poachers. Welcome to Culturally Biased, where we discuss everything in the culture for the culture. By the vote, this second week in a row, I bought the day. <laughs> this been, is two yo, weeks in a row, this. man. You've been doing this. <laughs> yo, I can't get it for together. Six years straight. <laughs> yo, you keep messing this intro up. You might got to step in next week, yo. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I need you to. I if I bought it two weeks in a row. Or I'll just add this. Um, I'm your host, O. I'm my Mitch. Uh, very important show tonight. We're going to get into it in, in a second. Mitch, how was your weekend, man? Um, I mean, what your week? We used to. Was it terrific? I guess, yeah. I'm gonna say it's terrific it for terrific. the sake of the argument of the show. Okay. Yeah, I don't do too much, man. Go to work, come home, go to sleep, and watch, work, home, sleep, watch bum fights. And was like I said, yo, they <laughs> they've been chilling on a bum <laughs> fight. Though. That's been kind of boring at work because they don't fight as much as they need to yeah. for my entertainment. So okay, okay, okay. Um, we got we got a, we got a, our local. A regular therapist, David Montgomery, in the building we tonight. We got some company tonight, baby. We definitely got some company. And um, we got my guy from Fox 29, cameraman. Also, he uh, <laughs> put out the special Racist Reality. Am I right? Or Reality behind, yeah. Race? Behind Race the reality Lens. Behind the Lens, yeah. Yeah. Check that out. It was a 30-minute special. My man was behind that. Um, we got Starring Underwood, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Tonight, uh, we're going to do things a little different. I mean, you know, you everybody know they listen to the show. They uh, expect me and Mont to host. Tonight, we're going to let Stalin host, and we're talking about hope with everything going on in the world. So we're going to – the topic tonight is hope. Everything is about hope. You know what I mean? Hope coming from the hood, hope what's going on with the pandemic, Trump actions <laughs> – uh, yesterday, <laughs> yeah, you hope and humanity. So, so I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it over to the big homie, man. Where you wanna start? Uh, yeah. So basically, I just want to take the temperature of the community, right? See how everybody feeling. Last year was trying. <clears throat> I mean, life in general was trying, but last year was ex- it was extremely trying, right? So, and I and me being out there in the community a lot, I see people are losing hope. Yeah. And I'm out here trying to find it. I want to see, like, where's Waldo? I want to see what does it look like? Do people even recognize it? Right. How are they doing it? Some people, you know, like the churches are dying. Right. Um, are people self-medicating? Right. Are, are people doing yoga? Are people going to therapists? Like, what are people doing to keep it moving? So my first question to, to, to the room is, how are you feeling after making it through 2020? Well, I'll say that um, right now I'm still on edge because I haven't caught the virus yet. But I feel like that might deter a lot of hope for society, in my opinion, is through this virus. So 
like I said, me just making it into 2021 without catching it, I'm like, oh, man, thank God. But, you know, some people haven't. Or the people that did catch it, you know, and they thank God that they made it through. So that's just, you know, basically I'm pushing it to try to stay healthy as much as I can. Okay, so to build on that, what are you doing about that slight anxiety? About that, just, oh, man, just I'm just staying – I'm just trying to stay, like, ahead of it. You know, you got to wash your hands. The the normal things you should be doing now anyway. is very essential. Right. You should just stop spreading germs. Now right. we have to tell people to stop doing that. So just, you know, to wash your hands. And the main thing now is more the um, internal, like getting your, care your, getting your, uh, your vitamin system. Cs, getting make sure you're getting the vitamin D, your, everybody drink your... Elderberry shots, all that. Get your sea moss in, anything you can, and just stay, you know, exercise. Just try to stay ahead of the virus because, in the long run, if you ever do catch it, if your immune system is strong enough, then, I mean, you'll, you'll fight it off. Now, those are very good points, but 50 million people are out of work and it's very expensive to be healthy. Yeah. How do we, you know, how are we doing with that? I mean, the only thing I can think of is, from what I've been doing, I guess you can try natural remedies, right. maybe some household products yeah. or something like that. You can try because it's always a way around big pharma. Right. And we actually just got to start doing research and find that way. I mean, in my opinion, because that's what I've that's what I've been doing or that's what I've been trying to do. It's just, you know, things I see. Try to take in your turmeric, any little like open your medicine cabinet. It's all type of right. stuff in. I mean, not your medicine cabinet, your spice rack. Uh, yeah, cabinet. Right, right. There's all type of stuff in there that you can add your 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 turmeric, your uh, what's the other uh spices that you can add to uh, I'm your ginger, yeah, ginger, ginger, all that stuff. Like yeah, just you no, know, just you can make a tea out of just those. Right. So just like I said, just is you don't have to. Body expensive going to you know the market or so things of that it nature. would help it would help our community to get try and get back in touch with our original culture mm-hmm. right sure mm-hmm. for sure for sure mm-hmm. eating off the land right that's all and that's what that's what kind of hurt us with the virus now is we didn't know and that unknown is what basically killed a lot of us we just didn't know we didn't know what to do we didn't know what it was. So now that, you know, now that it's been a year through it, now we know how to at least combat it. To, I mean, before the vaccine, we now at least know how we can at least combat it and, like, stay right, ahead right. of it. Speaking of the vaccine, how are we all feeling about the vaccine? Well, I'm, you know, I'm frontline. I'm essential employee. So uh, I see this week a lot of people were taking it. A lot of people were lining up to get it. I know a few people that got it. I a friend of mine, Demetrius, got it. So it was like, um, I'm looking around like, yo, do I really want to take this joint? Do I want to? I'm waiting until 21 days or something. Like, yo, let me see how this guy comes back. Right. Let me right, see. Right, 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 right. Let me see the side effects of this thing, <laughs> man. Because uh, a, f- a friend of mine's a female. She said every day that she, the day that the day after she took it, she got a she had crazy headaches. So it was like, do I, do I want right, to put myself is. through it? And I'm also, I had COVID. So I mean, like. I don't think I'd just take my chances with it for now. And 
And, you know, my job may make it mandatory that we may have to take it, but I might have to look for employment elsewhere. So you don't have the same anxieties that he does about not trying not to get it. No, I still had that same anxiety. I still have it. Like, I'm petrified. Like, and I was I was lucky. Like, I had a, I had a mild case. Like, I'm also, I had I got underlying ailments. I have high blood pressure. So it's like to have that and then not have shortness of breath and not not come out come out unscathed. I felt I feel good about myself, but at the end of the day, I seen people like, let's take the lady saw country cooking. She was like bad. Right. So it was mm-hmm. like I'm thinking like, yo, if I get it like that, like I might not come up out of that. So right. but I mean my my hope come from up top. So mm-hmm. it was like that's how I, so I cope with it, but I'm, I'm always on edge about COVID, man. Dog, you, you cough wrong. If you're like, oh, no, is it the day-to-day? Oh, Lord, it's the day-to-day. Just finally get me, Lord. So, yeah. So it's, you're going to always be anxious unless, yeah, like sure. you said, you, unless you just don't either believe in it or you don't care or you just you just know that you're not ever going to catch it. Like, and, you live in a bubble. And then, with like, like they say, uh, after you, like, beat it or whatever, it runs its course, you have have antibodies for three to four months. I'm like, I ain't trying to hear that because I might get this shit the next day. <laughs> I'm cool. Like, I'm just trying to wash your hands, wear your mask and all that, man. Just do that, man. Yeah, Especially yeah. working in a place where it happens. It, right. It's a COVID floor in my hospital. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and you in a hospital, so you in a building a sick. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard that's the what? you probably gotta be this, live this way anyway because yeah. there's yeah, always right. sickness we, and disease probably, in the building. We probably should have been living like this. I mean, not the whole ma- like not the whole mask thing, but just being careful about what you're touching, touching your and, face. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Like mm-hmm. now is now they're making it known, like, hey, wash your hands. And you're like, well, like you said, we should have been doing that. Right, yeah, right, right. Flu's out. Uh, yeah. just common cold. Man, you grabbing doors and then you going to the food spot. Man, you finger licking good after you just grab it <laughs> down, like just straight like crazy. But when you think about it now that they in, that they really just shedding light on it, and it really makes you think like, damn, well, were we really that savage? Back no, then? we were. Yeah, <laughs> we were. Yeah. So people don't even we, people eat and don't even wash their hands. They dog, go to the bathroom, that's what I'm saying. They grabbing everything again before they eat. Steak with their hands and money, everything. Your car door, your your door. And like pump, you said, they go straight in. I pump gas. I get back in the car. Pump gas. Sandy, sandy my hands. Mm-hmm. Lights saw the steering mm-hmm. wheel. All that. Like, but we again, we should have been living like, that, been living like that. How much of that you think will take into after COVID? How much of the, this routine you think is? This? I don't think like I don't think life ever gonna be the same again. I think even when they put this vaccine out and people, you know, some years go by, people feel a little bit more. I think it's. It's gonna be the you're gonna yeah. see this a where yeah. right. I think masks gonna be a standard thing for a long yeah. time. Um, in regards to COVID though, I think for me, I think the biggest fear for me was like passing it to somebody I love. Yes, right. Like more so than like what it would do to me. Of course, I don't want to get it, but like uh, I you know a lot of the research is saying like if you're fairly healthy, you take care of yourself, you can you can get through it. So for me, I, I was more just about um, me. you know passing. I, I visit my grandmom a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I right. you know. And it would mess with me, man. Sometimes even when I go see her, it's like I can't I don't feel comfortable giving her a hug or like a kiss. And it's like that's just that's just weird to me. Like right. a lot of times it's like if I do go somewhere, if I, you know, uh just do anything, it's like I can't go see her when right. I really want right, to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like right. I think that part 
bothered me the most, like not even being able to hug your loved ones a lot of times. Yeah. So, um, you know, that was my big fear. It's just like passing it to somebody unknowingly that I love. Yeah, you get um, you get used to giving people the fist, the fist and all the elbow. Yeah, right on, right on, right, 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 right on. It's not as it doesn't it doesn't you don't really feel it. I think until it's somebody like your fa- like a family member. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like at home, you can just pound it or whatever. But no, but like, but like I ain't see, last time you was here, last time I see you, you gave me a relaxed hug. Yeah, like, we hug. I mean, I don't. It, it, I, mean? I mean, I'm not saying I don't care, but at the end of the day, it's like you know what else? Like I feel like I, I just but I wouldn't have did that if you was my grandma. I would have been a little right. bit more. You know what I'm so saying? Care if I got sick? I mean, you was already sick. If anything, you could have gave it to me or something. You know what I mean? So, he was over it by that yeah, time, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but just I'm just having, saying, just having that human interaction yeah. still, to, just to just to make everybody still feel like you know humanity exists. Like that's stop tough. being away from people. That's, no, it's just definitely start tough. To, it, it, it does something to you yeah. now. You can't basically trust anybody, yeah. and that's, that's like crazy. You yeah. can't trust anybody, right? So we we're coming up on a year being separated, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we feeling about? Pretty much that, not being able to be around your loved ones, not being able to get that human contact. That's necessary. Human contact oh, is, is necessary. For sure. For it's, sure. So, that's, yeah. You know, that's, how are we feeling? That's so big that you said that because, yeah. like, um, a lot of the people, like, even clients and things like that that I talk to, that's been one thing that's been revealed, like, within this past year, how important that is to people. And they, that's something we don't really think about. Yeah. Like, I mean, I even took, heard somebody tell me a story that like, they was somewhere and, like, they, they saw somebody they ain't seen in a long time and they gave him a hug. And they said they actually went in the car and sat down and almost, like, was in tears because that was the first time they felt, like, physical yeah. touch yeah. in a long time. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, those are things we just take for granted. And yeah. we just don't really think right, about right. them, but yo, they they're they're necessary. You yeah, know that's I mean? why you got places like Atlanta, Texas, Vegas. Well, for the most part, um, Florida that are like, no, nah, we we gonna stay open. Yeah, because right, right, just right. the whole being, uh, you know, disengaged with human contact. Is right. Like some of that stuff is where people make money. Just you know, being around people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like. It's in our nature why they rebel against that. Like, yo, yeah. I'm not staying home, yo. I got to get out and see. Well, some you. of that is a little bit of uh, privilege. Yeah. yeah. I was just. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The businesses that you, we're finding out what's essential and what's not essential. Because there's some stuff that's not essential. I mean, the bodegas, anywhere where you can get food, they're all open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywhere where, you know, you got to get some toilet paper, they're all open. Mm-hmm. The places that are closed are places that we don't really need to go. Right. right. You don't got to go to the bar, you don't got to mm-hmm. go out and eat. You don't right. got to go get your hair done. So I'm sorry that your business is struggling. Mm-hmm. Right. But you did pick a niche business. Right. And that's part of being a business owner is you accept risk reward. Yep. We want to help you as a community. We want you to, you know, but <laughs> it's not essential. Right. Right. You know, when you hear people say, well, how can Walmart's open? Well, they sell toilet paper. And, right. we, and we need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of privilege, um, we had a big, big episode, big event happen this week. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a culmination of the last century. Some people mm-hmm. would say four years, but I feel like mm-hmm. this is kind of this is our country. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling about what we saw? Hey, oh, oh man, he going out with a bang, boy. Yeah, I'll yeah. Forty-five <laughs> <man, 40, laughs> going out with a bang. 40, Forty-five is really insane. Like to just continue to incite racism, and um, I wasn't surprised. 
I wasn't surprised at what would happen and and the actions that were that were taken that y'all didn't do anything to these people that stormed the, the Capitol. It was like, okay, like it's, it's just like any other any other situation where it's black and white where you'll harm a black person but you won't harm a white person. Mm-hmm. It's, it's any other thing. So to see it and to see them not do anything about it, I just was like, wow, this mm-hmm. this is this is where we at with it and. When it comes to hope about racism, I don't have any. I think mm. it, it's where's that? You gotta say that again. Say it a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> like right. I think, I right. think it's, it's, it's racism will always be in America. It's mm-hmm. no way because it's taught behavior, and some white people they are gonna teach their children that yo those people over there are wrong. Mm-hmm. We don't. We necessarily don't care. Like we're like yo, we've been in bodies. Y'all enslaved us. We mm-hmm. don't. We really don't care. We're, we we got over that. Some people haven't, but it's like mm-hmm. we can see. I can see the decent in people. You know what I mean, you know when you you moving right. So it's like, dog, it's it's just it's just crazy. Like like you shouldn't. It's just continue. It's gonna continue. To, it's gonna continuously happen, mm-hmm. and there's really nothing we can do about it to change it. You don't think our kids more and more are um, changing that? Like if you look at the election, I I kind of cut it in half. It was fifty fifty. Yeah. To me. America was 100% racist. Now they're 50% racist. Mm-hmm. It's happened slowly. It's like trying to turn the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think that's happening mm-hmm. at all? Because these kids, I, I see, they tolerate a, a lot less than we do. But I, but I, mm-hmm. I see a lot it, more. But I mean, I, I see it's kind of happening, but it's so many bad apples. And somebody's gonna pick. You think, up you think there's so many bad apples, or there's so many cameras, and the squeaky wheel gets the oil? A little bit of both. There's a little bit of both. Because I think righteous people, they need to speak up more. Yeah. On all sides. For all topics. Yeah. Mm. Um, as black men, how do we feel about how the reaction? Like, are, are we are you outraged at what happened? Because that, ultimately, that was treason in our country. Yeah. Do you feel and like that was treason in our country or that's treason in their it, country? It's, 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 it's treason, but I'm more outraged that they won't call it that. That's just mm-hmm. that's just a, a group getting together, and yeah. you know, they want their uh, First Amendment rights to be heard. Right. But they'll never call it. Call it what terrorism. it is. Call it terrorism. That's terrorism. Mm-hmm. Call, right, it, right. call it that. No right. matter where you, if you are, you're doing something to destroy where you live, your country. That's that's terrorism. They'll call right. us terrorists in a minute. Yeah. Like. Just because I just wanted the podium, from, though. I just wanted to go in there and get the podium. I needed. I just wanted <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. I wanted the mail. Just I wanted to see what right, Nancy Pelosi was doing in the Nancy, mail. How she worked every day. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to see what she had in the mail. And really, no. Then I feel like they're only enforced maybe some type of law or some type of punishment towards uh, some of these individuals just because of the media coverage of it. Mm-hmm. But my day, if you ain't see mm-hmm. it, you ain't we ain't see it. I, if if you ain't see it happen, then we ain't see it happen. So, you know, when they was looting and rioting in Philly, mm-hmm. they took the cameras back, pulled people up, and locked them up. Do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like, don't, don't, just because of my skin color, make the rules about for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? Well, they would say that they didn't damage other than a window and some trash. Mm, they would say that. 
They'll say anything? Don't say anything. But I, what, what bothers me the most, not just about what happened the other day, but just the, the last four years, period, it's not even about like the, the, the racism that we've seen and all that stuff. It's what you said earlier. Um, this this has been our country, though. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it bothers me so much when I keep hearing people say, like, oh, like, Trump divided the, the country. Right. And, you know, we got to we gotta get back to where we get back mm-hmm. to what? It was, it was never great for us. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. I'm just trying to figure out where... You know, I think it's a scapegoat. I think they're using him in this whole last four years as a scapegoat to kind of, you know, justify the way this country has functioned from the beginning. Right. And I mean, this is this is this has been the reality for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. So it just took it took the world to stop. Right. Right. For us, for everybody else to realize it. But this did is, the world this, stop though? I mean, slowed, it took I mean, everybody. It did, but it, it took it took them to be able to just have to slow down, mm-hmm. to take yeah. a look and a stand still to be able to look and say like, you know, they, they these this is true. This they, they ain't been lying all these years or right. whatever. But this has been our reality. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the part about you know the last four years that bothered me the most is that people just feel as if like this is new. Mm-hmm. This is right. not new though. So I feel like. Uh, Everything was swept under the rug, and Trump just just pulled up the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are we gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. We gonna keep the rug, or we gonna clean it? Mm-hmm. And who was that on? Right. Right. Because right. our people, I feel like we just kind of been man- maintaining, mm-hmm. pushing forward slowly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's we let it allowed it to get swept under the rug right. instead of fixed. Right. right. So how do we fix it? Or is there any hope I'm that the, it say, can be yeah, fixed? I don't. I, I don't. You just don't know if there's a certain um, button you can push just to fix everything. Like, that's going to take some time. It's going to take some people to get in them certain rooms. And, I well, mean, we can come up with solutions. You think it has to be in rooms? It got to be, it has to be somewhere. It has to be maybe rooms somewhere public. It's going to just take, it's not going to just, you know, of course not be overnight. But it may not fixed. Maybe, uh, you know, a solution to put a Band-Aid over a lot of things. Can I? Interject real quick. Go ahead. We have to build our own stuff. Period. Is 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 dog is we have to make our own civilization. Like it has to be something for black people. Because we plan by their rules, it's never gonna work for us. It's two Americas. Mm-hmm. It's them and it's us. So what about uh like this is democracy and the 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 genius thing that they did was make it for the people. Right. That's one of the reasons for the wall. You got to build the wall because Latinos are about to take over the majority. Right. The country will go the way they go. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, you know, just vote? Like, why, how can we, can, I, don't, I don't understand. How can we can't get our people, they just don't vote. I know we don't trust in the process, but mm-hmm. the process really does work. And all you got to do is look at Trump being the president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were a certain sect of people who were so disenfranchised and so upset that Barack Obama was the president. Mm-hmm. They went, all the way to the other side. Right. Mm-hmm. And he spoke to them people. Mm-hmm. And those are also people who just felt disenfranchised and didn't go out and vote. Right. He got them feeling like this is their country again, and that's why they stormed the castle. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they felt like, well, you, you he he uh he convinced me of one thing, but then all the brothers went out and voted and convinced me of something else. And mm-hmm. uh, we don't like that. Right. If something must have been wrong, they must have mm-hmm. cheated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he said after he even told them just go home, like just go home. But you know, they still stole the vote. They still stole the election, is what he said. And it's, it's like that's you still about to you still about to incite these people. You still incite racism. Yeah, like and it's like 
he told them what they he's telling these people what they want to hear. So that's right. why they follow him so much because yeah. he he's speaking directly to them. This is what they want to hear. This is what this is how they've been feeling all along. They don't want immigrants in the country stealing their jobs. And it's like, what what jobs are they what jobs are they taking? Right. Right. I mean, to uh, go back to your original question though, I think I think we can fix it. I think it's okay. I think it's fixable. Right. Um are we ready to fix it? I'm not sure. Are we ready though? But I think that we can fix it. I think it's just it's going to take black people to refocus. I think right. we got to refocus our energy. Um, it just and I talked about a little bit about this the other day. We we spend too much time seeking validation and trying to convince people of of our experience. Right. And we got to stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like you see people arguing with people about you know the other side and the people that justify the things that we right. deal with, and they constantly trying to. We, we put too much time and effort in trying to convince them and see, you know what I mean, what we have to deal with. We got we to gotta start putting our effort into just building our own, yeah. pouring into our community. Yeah. We got to you know trust I mean? each other. That's we got to trust each other. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We talk about love a lot last time yeah. I was here. We got to start doing that yeah. with our people, start supporting our people we have and our to. businesses. Like if we start putting our energy into that as we do seeking validation from the other side, we'll I, think, I think we'll be good. I think over time, it'll take time once we collectively start doing that. I think we can fix the problem. I really do. Um, what would you say to our white brothers and sisters who they, you know, we had a group chat at mm-hmm. work, and they're upset too. They don't mm-hmm. really know how to mm-hmm. handle it, and I'm just kind of like, we this comes next second nature handling this type of right trauma. Right. What would you say to someone who 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 this is new to them? I think I think there's a lot. It's a it's when I think about it, it's a lot of good people from other cultures and backgrounds that that want to see change too. Sure, though. you know what I'm saying. Um, you can't just see. yeah. Uh, yeah, I said right, right. I said you know I said that, but yeah, like you you got something that's really rotten for the cause and that yeah, really want to see change. You know what right, I'm saying. Right. That's because they they naturally they're good people. They're just at naturally heart. good people. You know, you right, have right, a moral right. compass. Right, they go all the way back to the civil rights right. movement. Right. Like, we gotta embrace them. Marching with us also. Right. So and yes, we do gotta embrace we gotta, them. We gotta people. embrace them. We gotta embrace yeah. them. We, we, you know, the one thing, the one thing about those people though is that they, they, they actually care. They can empathize and they listen. Yeah. You know what I mean, if you notice, those are the people that really listen to us. You know what I'm saying? That really like pay attention. Um, it's the, the other ones that don't. They, they know everything. The ones, yeah. the ones that do support us, and they don't the, say anything. They just don't care. Yeah. So if somebody don't, you can't change people's heart, man. You know what I'm right, saying? They right, gotta, right. You can't change people's heart. So, like, no matter what information you give them, you can give them the numbers. You can show them how many black people get murdered by cops. You can give them all the statistics. They're going to have a, a rebuttal for everything because their heart ain't in the right That's place. That's why I feel hopeless about this topic. Exactly. Man. But 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 then what he's saying, like, the people that do support us, that, though, that, that does give a little bit of hope because, you know, it's not just us alone. We have people that's, that's, right. av- that's like, you know, that's as advocating for us, too. For sure. Embrace those people. But we got to stop trying to convince the, the other ones. Right. Put that in the Yeah, just else. don't even. Like, it's, it's no they, point they're lost calls. Yeah, Let's keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they, everybody see it now, man. Everybody want to act like, oh, we don't really. What's, what's white privilege? Like, we don't really see it. We, I, I don't know what. The, y'all know what that is. Right. Y'all right. see what we go but through. There are people who, like you said, they're nice people, but they grew up in a place where they, they're privileged, but you don't know your privilege. Right. And then, you know, are those the people you're talking about where mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter how much you explain to them? They can't understand, like, we don't have running toilets over here. You got a running toilet. You know you got you got indoor plumbing, and I don't. You know right. what's interesting about what you just said? I tell people this all the time. And this is this is black. A lot of black men or black boys or whatever 
are a lot more cultured than a lot of uh, uh, of their white counterparts. What I mean by that is, you know what I'm saying? Like, we came from the hood. We grew up in right. the Park. I went... We, I was sent out to the suburbs to go to school. We, right. When I went to yeah. college, it was the suburbs. So I seen, I know both sides of the fence. Right. Yeah. My college was ninety yeah. percent. You know what I mean. I, all, all the schools I went to was was, was right. mostly white. You right, know what right, I'm saying. Right, so right. I, I know how the, the move and the function in that in that setting. Right. Those white guys ain't never been to our neighborhood. Yeah. They don't know how it is. The, they never came to our block. They never came to our, our community. So it's like they only know from what they see on TV right. and whatever. We know what it is that they look and like because we've been in there. And they're with the media portrays. And with the media well. portrays. So all they know is about what they see on television. They don't they actually haven't been in our community. So we have a lot so more understanding. Hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. You guys yeah. are you guys are doing the media thing. I just got I got to defend us a little bit because I'm a media guy. <laughs> See, look, he's a just, just, just a little bit. Like, <laughs> trigger. At the end of the day, I show up to real things and re- hit record that really happened. Right. right. We didn't. I never work with anyone where we made anything up. I think if you had an argument, it's how much we cover. Mm. One thing more than another, but you got integrity too. Like not everybody that that does what you do has the integrity that you have. That's that's. Yeah. I mean, they would say the same thing about the police. You think so? You know, you you hear the argument. They're people too. Yeah, right. So I mean, people yeah. are people. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you lie about something, we catch you and they and they redact it. Mm-hmm. People right. seem to forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what's happening. Yeah. When I show up to a scene, it's like, "What's up, OG? I'm gonna tell you what's happening." Mm-hmm. All right, can I um, can I put that on camera? No, <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. All right, well, the news come on every day at ten o'clock, fam, right. and I got to tell a story. Yeah, and I came after the fact, just like the police. If John shoot Joe, nobody was there for that, but John and Joe and maybe a couple witnesses who don't want to talk to us. Right, but I show up after the fact. The cops come, nobody want to talk to them, so they basically using science. You know, they're using the CSI stuff. Mm. And then we as the media show up after the fact, just like the police, and we got to listen to whatever they say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they could be lying, but it would help us a lot more if, and this is every neighborhood. This isn't just, you know, the poor neighborhoods. Right. You got to say something. I saw it. If you're not, especially if you're not in the game, I don't understand people who aren't in the game. Mm. You're not in the Mm. game and grandma can't sit on her porch because they over there doing what they doing, you should be able to. You should say, um, I, I, yeah, they over there doing that. Yeah, right. yeah. And it should be okay with everybody in the neighborhood because it's for the community. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the mindset that got to change, though. It ain't just our neighborhood, though. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. when I go to the rich neighborhoods, they don't want to talk to us either mm-hmm. because they don't want their property value to go down. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They just say we the only ones not snitching. Mm-hmm. But it's nobody wants to talk to the mm-hmm. media. We got a bad rap, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause you got to blame somebody. Right. I just think it's I think it's a little bit lazy, because you don't like the narrative. It's a lot of that going on too. Like we don't like the narrative of what's going on, so it must be they must be lying. Right. And Trump came right out and jumped on it. That's fake news. And he the king of I don't like the narrative. Right. It's fake. He just turned it all the way up. So now nobody trusts the media. We was already before Trump got there on our way to not trusting the government. We're in trouble. Mm. That's why they stormed the castle. Mm-hmm. Because they don't trust our sovereign nation, and if we lose sovereignty, and we lose trust in the government, and we lose trust in our money, mm-hmm. this country's over. That's good points. 
I went on a rant. My bad. <laughs> so we talking. We talking about hope. How are you guys dealing with uh, all the all the racial justice injustice that happened last summer? How are you guys feeling? You want to go? There you go. Um, go ahead. Well, how uh, how I'm dealing with it is just like. I don't want it to be a Tripping. thing of normalcy. <laughs> Tripping. Like, like you said earlier, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of you know younger dudes like well not dudes but it's a lot of younger people that just basically they're not tolerating this anymore. Right. So that's why you see the riots, you see all the fighting with the police, you see all the. Um, I don't know if I want to put the riots in there though. I feel like the. I mean the riots. I wouldn't say riots. Protests. Right. I'll, I'll, put just, them, I'll put the protests. I'll put them. I'll separate them for you because, like, I was out there for all of it. Mm. There was definitely a group of nonviolent protesters. Right. But then there also was a group of people who just were opportunists. But that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the people. I'm not talking about the people that were there to tear stuff up. Right. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm sick of this. I will we'll shut this whole block down right. with a protest. Just to get our point across that something needs to change to bring awareness to it. Right. Like, no, not I'm not talking about the uh, we sick of racism. Let's get these Gucci's out this store and out this store. <laughs> right, right, no, right. I'm no, not right. not that. Um, <laughs> I just I'm, I'm I'm trying to deal with it because I need to know something to tell my kids right. if they have to experience something like this, or if they see something on TV like that. They they're younger now to where. They don't even watch TV or they don't they don't see what's going on in the media or on the news, anything like that. Right. But it's just if it ever comes down to it, how am I going to be able to deal with telling them what it is? So I'm more now I'm just trying to, you know, dig more into what's going on racially because you got to understand why. Why don't. You like us. it? Don't even make sense, right? Yeah, it don't. I don't get it. For hundreds of years, why don't you like? And, but us? it's so crazy because why don't you like us when you'll say you love LeBron James, you love Michael Jordan. So, uh, you do go back to do the right thing. Do the right mm-hmm. thing. When he say, "Who's your favorite basketball player?" Like, Magic well, Johnson. Yep. Who's your such and such, such? Like I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. you love everything we do. You love everything about our culture. But you hate us. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want us. And they want our rhythm and not our blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's money. Everything is money. Like, at the end of the day, they stole the land. They didn't have any money to fight Britain. They brought some money from France. How are we going to pay this back? Mm-hmm. Free labor. Mm-hmm. Right. How are we going to get free labor? We're going to get the poor white people to control these Africans. We're going to tell the poor white people that we're better than them, that they're better than them. And that's the part where people still believe it today. Both sides are brainwashed into believing that one feels like they're lesser than and the other feels like they're greater than. And the whole time, we're all human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only difference between us is cultures. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, I also, we got to, both of us had to take time out to try to understand each other's culture, too. Mm. I mean, what was our culture as black Americans? Me personally, I don't know. You don't know. What we are, as far as being from Africa, what's your, what's your, uh, what country, I guess, what part of Africa, right, right, do you originate from, right? 
if that's even you hear people saying that we've been here we've been in america we didn't come over from africa so it's just you don't know because it's so many different narratives that people try to spin on us Right. They don't want you calling us black. I'm not black. I'm uh, Moorish American. Or, or who do you want to be called? Right. That's that's what I'm saying. They've been telling us for years. You're this. You're that. So now it's just generational. You know, just words. You just pass down generation, generation. Black. Right. Black's not a country. Black's not a continent. So you gotta understand. I don't know what I am or where I come from. To be honest with you. So, um, with that said, I, th- I feel like we we created many cultures, rock and roll and jazz and hip-hop, and they've all been perverted. Right. Up until now. Like, you put up, we talked we talked about earlier about your hip-hop list, hot, who's the hottest a couple of weeks ago. Like, mm-hmm. hip-hop don't belong to us. Not anymore. It definitely doesn't. So, <laughs> what what is our culture? <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. I don't know if I can answer that one, man. I mean, I feel like that, uh, you know, I think that, like y'all said earlier, you know, this country and us being a part of this, it just seems like everybody wants a part of us, but they don't really want to accept us totally, accept who we are totally. Um, And I just, it just, it's so funny to me that like the things like hip hop and sports and all the stuff that we run, um, it seems to be taken from us a lot. Right. I had saw this uh a quote I forgot how you know it made me you just made me think about it my I forgot how exactly it's worded but it's almost like it was saying being African American is like is being African without connections to your heritage but being American without the privilege. So it's kind of like we stuck in this you know right. that space in between it's like nobody else nobody else can say that. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it like there's no other cultures no other race in this in our country that can really say that. Everybody has ties. Right to where they come from. We don't really have any ties and we don't benefit from being here originally either. So it's like, what do you, we the only one with that experience. I actually think it would help if we get rid of all the heritage. Maybe. Parades and all this stuff. Like, I don't really understand you flying, I don't know, an Irish flag Mm. because we're American. You're not Mm. Irish. Mm. You can go visit. You might have some people from back there, but once your people left wherever they're from and came here, you're American. I feel like when, Stop putting when we allow them. people to have pride in, I, don't, I shouldn't say allow, but when people have more pride in their heritage than they do in America, it's hard to be American, Yeah, all of us. So I think, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that there's two sides of that too. I think that, I think we feel like that though, because we, we can't do it, it yeah. though, you know what I'm saying? So like a little we, bit we, of jealousy. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's a little envy because we 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 don't have that. We we don't we can't. We the only ones that can't do it, really. You know what I'm saying? Like we know where we came from, but we don't know like all the the details. We don't feel no connection to it. They still had that, so they, you know, what I mean, that's a part of just their makeup and then you know their right to be able to be proud of where they come from. You know, like as black people. Like, we don't even, like, when we see other Af- people that's from Africa, I got African be my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even feel like they're part, like, it's like the African bull. Like, or whatever. Like, they, you know what I'm like, saying? We'll, like, we, we'll, we'll, we'll say that, but they also look down on upon us. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and that's true, too. So yeah. there, there's, a, there's even a disconnect yeah, from that. Definitely you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, we, we, we all mixed up, man. It's, it's just like, um, I think that, like, what you're saying is true. 
But I think we feel like that because we don't have that con- that connection. And I think that's something that got to change too. Yeah. You know, um, is getting back and, and try to get a better understanding. I don't know how. I don't know where we start with that, man. But um, that's something that got to happen as well. Right. Um. But you know, I, I take pride in, in that, man. Me personally, I take pride in, in like where we come from and our roots. I know I don't know all our history, right, right, right. But I, I'm I'm proud to be, right. I'm yeah, proud to call probably, myself an African. I claim everything yeah. African, no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you know, know it's saying? a long way from the top to the bottom, but I claim yeah. it all. Cause I claim it, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I love absolutely. to hear all the inventions that we made and all that stuff. Dog. I proud of that, man. man. Super yeah. proud of it. Exactly. I mean, that's culturally, though, right? They, that can be just our inventions, um, everything we made. I, I know you saying the culture that is kind of how we how you get along every day, mm-hmm. like what we expect, what our society like because we're struggling with that now. What do we deal with as a society? We all agree with is okay. Those are the big things that people fight about. You know, mm-hmm. like some people are like, I'm not okay with abortion. I'm about some to people say, are yeah, like, yeah, I'm okay with abortion. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, I'm not okay with homosexuality. Some people are like, yeah, that's cool. That's hum-. like we are fighting as a human race over what to allow in the community room, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. Some people are like, nah, we don't want that in the community room. We want that. You keep that in your house. Mm. Right. So culture is kind of what we allow. You know, like in America, we don't eat animals. Not, I mean, horses and dogs. But in other places, they do. Mm. Yeah. And it's perfectly normal. And they look at you like, what's your problem? Yeah. That's a good way to describe I never heard nobody describe it that way. That's actually good. I mean, I think we, I think we adapt to everybody around. else's culture. Well, we have to because we don't have one. Right. But, okay, so what are we doing to wrap it, around, wrap it up and to hope? Like, how are you? Because I'm not hearing a lot of promise. Right. How are you guys moving forward every day? Not feeling hmm. like anything's going to change or not feeling like, you know, how, how are you keep getting up every day? What's making <laughs> you do that? I actually, I actually, um, no, my, my bad. My no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I, I actually do have a lot of hope because I think, you know, a part of it is what I do, but it's also, I guess, what I tend to try to pay attention to. Like, I see some things changing. Like, I, I do see some things behind the scenes changing. Um, like, two things major for me um, that I've been noticing, especially in the black community, is fatherhood mm-hmm. and, and black men and just black people, period, starting to seek help, like being okay with asking for help. That's two things that I didn't see a lot coming up, but I'm starting to see a lot of it now. And that gives me a lot of hope, you know what I mean? Um, you know, like I, I remember last time I was here, we talked about like fatherhood and like when we grew up, we didn't have a lot of dads around. Right, right. All the guys that I knew that grew up personally, all the guys that I knew that didn't have their dad around Me are too. great fathers now. Like yeah. they're actually being dads, you know what right. I mean? So they're breaking that generational curse. So that's giving me a lot of hope um, and, and seeing what the next generation is going to do. Um, and I'm also seeing a lot of men now like being OK to say, like, yo, I need I need help with this. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's that was foreign. Like, I don't remember like a lot of black men mm. feeling OK with like going to other people or like yeah, seeking yeah. professional. Like, I don't remember that happening. Like, but men are really like, yo, I need help. And, I you know, I need somebody to help me do this journey, or help me get to this point. Like right. that that brings hope to me because I feel like that's something that's trending. Um, but it's a it's a good trend, you know what I mean. So I, I actually got a lot more hope than, than other people do, man. I think it's going to change in the right direction. I mean, and then also just throughout some of the tragedies of last year, it still brought thousands of people together. So no matter what, 
whatever side you on, there's always going to be something that's going to say, you know what, let's put our differences aside and let's let's all come together at least for maybe a day or two for just this one common goal. And I I've seen that a lot as far as what people have hope and they're just like there are a lot of people just banding together and that's what I've been seeing lately. And for me what I do just to be hopeful, like I said, man, I, I, I get up for my kids every day, man. I get up for my kids and I know that at the end of the day it's not really about me. I need to put something forward so their their future will be a little bit brighter for maybe the nonsense that's happening around them. Maybe, you know, something to change for the better. So I mean that's that's just me personally is what, what I do or what keeps me hopeful. Um, I, I still I remain hopeful, and you know my hope, like I said, comes from up top, from our heavenly Father, and I also believe that He sends people as vessels. So I put a lot of hope in people, the people around me, you know, a person like Shiz Penn, a person like Stone Underwood, my friend David Montgomery. You, I take, I take, I, it's hoping everybody, like mm-hmm. hoping Ryan Harris, Michael Campbell, like I got my sister. You know what I mean, like. I see them, and I see, damn, this is this is some hope out here. I'm I may be hopeful for for, for people that in, in the hood, young boys growing up. Right. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, like you said, maybe like, a, like last week. <clears throat> no, it wasn't you. Uh, somebody said, "Yo, you damn near run a like a like a Big Brother program, and you just don't know it." Mm-hmm. Right. Like I got more with me. Maybe he he sees hope in me. Right. And that's my thing. It just hope on a daily basis. Keep people hopeful. You be the change that you want to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. how I look. You always gotta put, yeah. You always gotta make sure you have hope in yourself too. Like, yeah. Because right. if you don't have the willpower or the integrity to, to get up every day and, and go do something positive or to try to at least make a difference, then how can you either help anybody else or how can you see hope in anybody else right. if you don't see it in yourself? Uh, um, mental health seems to be the catchphrase. Yeah. Of the of the last five years. Um. How are we determining what's mental health and what is just people being people? Because mm. it, seem, it, it seems like it's yeah. A, it, I I mm. no disrespect, <laughs> but I kind of I kind I kind of I kind of call some of the therapists uh, professional excuse givers. Okay, I don't I know that all of it's not that. Yeah, but I feel like. We're getting a little bit into the weeds now with the mental health, and right. I just want to know how we dis- how we. No, I'm glad you said that because um, I mean I might get some backlash from other therapists for this, but one of the things that I don't like about therapy is diagnosis. I'm not really I'm not really big on like diagnosis, um, and a part of the reason for that is what you just now said. Like I think that sometimes we got to a point in this mental health thing where like. Almost people are using diagnosis and and mental health ex- as an excuse. They're using it as an excuse, as a scapegoat. Like you know, what I mean, as to be able to function a certain way that's not healthy, right? So like you know, you got a person who just can't get along with nobody, who always mad or just you know they they want to function in that way. Oh well, I'm bipolar. So like, right. but look, come on, man. Like at the end of the right. day, at some point you gotta like you gotta be. It takes right. away accountability. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta take, so you gotta so take some I, accountability. I always since I've started this thing, that was one thing. I'm not. I'm. I'm really not big on the, on the diagnosis thing, um, because I feel like that they use that you know as a, as a reason to be able to function in a way that's not. It's a crutch. Um, and 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 it really bothers me when it comes to the kids too, because 
these kids are walking around. They be sometimes they be eight, nine years old. Oh, I got ADHD. I can't right. sit, I can't pay attention. Where like, you even hear on. that from? Come mm-hmm. on, yo. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear I, kids I, I say. I feel like that's made up, bro. Oh, like it's a lot of stuff. A lot you, of it is. Just your kid bad as shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you think you think ain't none of us had like nothing. I mean, before they was coming up with these. If that was the case, we all would have had ADHD. Yo, listen, man. So your kid just bad as shit. Some of that energy go away if you just go outside and play. Exactly. Exactly. And you need to you need to. Observe your kid, man. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I think I think that part of it is the part where it's frustrating. Um, but you know, it is the other side where you know um, people are just are just really just they 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 not living in a way where they they can have be- the proper balance. Right. And when you start to see people that's not really having the proper balance, and they really just like um, is interfering with just their overall just well being and functioning. Right. I think that's when it, you really can see, like, all right, they, they, it ain't just an excuse or it just ain't something they making up. It's something they really just need help with. I mean, sometimes it's just steering them in the right direction. Um, so, yeah, it's two sides to it. So I agree with you as well. Yeah, so, like, for the culture, we got to decide what are we going to deal with in the room? Because the the public room is where everyone has to be respected. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't bring... I, honestly, this is America. We got to take the good with the bad. I don't care what you think about when you're in your house, mm. but you can't come outside with your shitty opinions and put them on everyone else. Right. Mm. We have to agree on that, and that's where we're struggling. I think we can't. We don't all know what's acceptable in the public room. What you mean? You mean American? When you say that, like you talking about the black community? You talking about this no people, America, America, as, as, America a as a whole? We're free. Yeah, and people think freedom is all good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, freedom also allows the asshole to be the asshole. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody storm. Right. <laughs> I want to know. I want to I want to okay. know, though. I want to know wh- where, where people. I don't want you just calling me the N word when you in the house. Like, if you think that's what I am, I want you to like, I want to know where people yeah, stand. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so yeah, you're never yeah, really like, you're never there. really going to know someone's true feelings because everyone's not. Real. You, you can't. There's no way to be able to determine that. But I'd rather you reveal it to me or. Like when people when people got upset about the thing that happened in Charlottesville a while ago, and then the people who stormed the building. When these guys come out and they show their faces, yeah, now we know who you are. Yeah, I, I'm not afraid of them. I'm I'm more worried about the supervisor that's above me or the CEO that's above me that that the smile in my face and that want to say well, all the right the, stuff. That's the North South racism. And that's down the one, in South, that's what bothers me. Down South, there like everyone knows that's racism's down there. They put it right down in your face. Mm-hmm. You come up north, mm-hmm. it's more passive aggressive. Exactly. That's right. that's the part that to me. I look. I want to know where where I stand. You know. So if you if that's how you feel, you know what I mean. Like you know, put say it. Let it let it be known. So I don't really. They they don't bother me. It's the ones you don't know. You know what I'm saying that that really you know you've been friends with. I mean, it's been so much since this all this stuff has really started. Like guys, you done. You know, uh, play ball with and they went to class stuff. with. Right. So, have we lost any that? friends because oh, of? Man, absolutely. Because yeah. Absolutely, man. Like I, I played ball, so like you know, I, again, like we went to school with a lot of a lot of white food, and like you know, um, it ain't even just it ain't even just about just white. I mean, even your some of your own people, like family, like right. that 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 black people themselves that just they just so out of touch yeah. with the culture and just don't they not really proud of who they are, and they start they start spitting out some of that rhetoric like. You know, oh, it's, it's 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 really we the problem, and you you lose family members over that, like you know. So it ain't just it ain't just like the other side and just other cultures. It's sometimes your own folk. When you see when you see these people views, you be like, damn, that's how you. That's feel how you felt. really feel about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
You tend to, you might lose, but you're going to lose people like I that. I just had this conversation about blocking people on social media. Mm-hmm. Some people say, no, don't block them. Let them keep saying what they're saying so you can know how they mm-hmm. really feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But minute. that also hurts your mental health. Exactly. Like, how much of that can negativity you can you so keep much. bringing exactly. in? Yeah. Yeah. Until you That's find true. a paragraph under that picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the coach, uh, I forget his name. Then the coach just get fired. He just did something like that. A coach got fired. He was um, calling us. He called somebody uh, um, fat pig, something like that. Uh, college coach. I I had football, to look into football, it. Basketball, uh, football, football, basketball, football, college football. Coach. I think it's football, college coach. Yeah, yeah. I would have to do look into it. But How yeah, are we feeling about good. um, prime time? Going to oh, the, I think that's major though. I think I think we I think our athletes should just start going to HBCUs more. Period. Anyway, right, right. I think that he just opened up the opportunity to make them excited. About the platform it, right? has been there. They built it. Our yeah. ancestors built it for us. Yeah, we just don't. We don't utilize it enough. Like Lincoln and Cheney going out of business is it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's sad, man. What yeah. is Cheney's student body uh, at this point? How many how many students are they? I'm not I heard sure. it was like four hundred. Uh, is anybody anybody self medicating? Nah, I'm not. Yeah. Because yours is yours is uh the most high. <laughs> <laughs> my, I mean, mine is too. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not ashamed. But I just, yeah. I just want to because church used to church used to be the one selling hope in the hood, right? Yeah. But every but now it's dwindling. Some of these buildings look like they call them white elephants, mm. falling apart. Mm. So that means people aren't believing. Mm. That means it didn't hope. So I'm, you know, is it the perks? Mm. Like where they get in there? Where they getting it from? Do they know what it looked like? Yeah, I don't think they they using the perks or the weed. To, that's just a scapegoat to get away from, not thinking about what's going on in the hood and things like that. You don't think that um, religion is that? Mm, no, no. Um, what do you what do you use religion for? Everything it it it, it basically guides me. It's basically my moral compass, my integrity. Okay, so if we're where are people getting their moral compass from? If they, if not, the they, just, they just move in any type of way. Mm-hmm. They they make then they, they probably make make up stuff in their mind and think like, all right, this is the right thing to do. This is the wrong the wrong thing to do. You mean? So they're not even being taught by their parents what right right. At, at their certain age, they not. You mean? Yeah. At their certain age, that's that's out the window. So mm-hmm. do you think that has to do with the culture culture shifting? We're allowing more taboo things into the community room. Mm-hmm. And people get an attitude when you're not okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So how are we dealing? How are the kids? Anyone have kids? Like, how, how are the kids dealing with all of this? I mean, we forget about them. Well, like I said, I try to... Uh my kids don't really. Well, I got like younger kids. Not like just six or not seven. just the race, but the COVID and the staying home, not being in school. Yeah, like just the, that's the that's a, something I was about to touch on is the like the being at home right. school. Like that can get rough for a kid, only because they're home. When they're home, you know, it's relaxed time, it's chill time. So that's rough on a kid and a parent, because now yeah. the parents, maybe the parents home, and now they're. I guess yelling at the kid about you know paying attention and sitting up right to stay in school. I mean to stay on a laptop. That's should I teach? Should our teachers get paid more now? Right. That the parents are, are feeling their pain. Mm. Imagine right. if you had no, thirty yeah. of them. 
Yeah. Sheesh, uh, I, you know teachers, what I mean? Before this, teachers should have been getting Super paid more. For real. But that's, what I'm, that's another thing. Yeah, the teachers having to deal with... Yeah, like you, you, like you, you said, you're having trouble with your kids. two kids, and they got 33 of them in the class. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, and not to mention they have an ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> Air quotes. So it's it's been a little like it's. We need to talk to them more to to see how they're doing. Like, right. Like I talked to my son just to you know, and he's like. Eh. I don't care. And you play Fortnite. <laughs> like I guess that's just him. That's how. I, that's how that's, he that's feels. The kids yeah, 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 yeah. But it's Video like games. you want to know. Even teenagers, just just Talk need to, to know. Yeah, just how they doing because they they may lash out at certain times, but and it's like they don't know who to come to. Uh, so, uh, how are our women? Well, mm-hmm. the, before we even get to that, I, know, I think that depression is running rampant with the, the, kids, the kids right now. Wow, big time. I, mean, I don't have any kids yet. I mean, I you know I'll take care of my niece and nephew, but a lot of the kids that I you know work with, it, it's, depression is a big a big issue because right they're not getting the the uh, camaraderie. A lot, a lot of that is a lot of just you know um, because a lot of the a lot of the parents is, is unhealthy too, and they they struggling. So it's only right that they you know relaying that some of that to the to the mm-hmm. children. They passing some of that down to the children. You know. Um, it's a lot of depression going on right yeah. now. Home, home children. not stable. I know it could be rough because you got mom that's to stay at home. Well, she's not staying at home, but she's mm-hmm. working from home. Mm-hmm. So she's she's in her space mm-hmm. to do what she got to do. Then you got the kid that's in their their space trying to learn. So it got to be tough. So mm-hmm. so another thing we got to take in consideration is that like the world has been changing for a long time. Like when we was right. coming up, we didn't have like social media, we didn't have right. cell phones yeah. anywhere and all that type stuff. So um, the 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 um, it's the it's a it's a real thin line now that we didn't really necessarily have so right. much when we was a little bit younger in our generation. So like, it it only took something like this to happen for like it really to be a major issue with these kids because they already wasn't going outside like yeah. that. Right, right. They already wasn't getting enough social yeah. interaction already. Or exercise. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. school, so school, and you know the little activities they was do that was all they was getting. We hung out every day. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying so that was what they was getting. Now you take that little thing away. And now they just like, yo, yeah. this is bad. And then the parents are now screaming them up and down the hallway right. because now they're so used to. Is this is around the time we got recess or whatever? Right. But right, right. now they running through the house and ripping and running, mm-hmm. and like you can't keep no six year old, seven year old in front of no laptop for no eight hours nah, without them. Insane. That's what they doing. The same. So what they now they're getting yelled at. So now the kids like, well, you know, what did I do wrong? So now that messes with the kids' uh, emotional state and. Why he's home now? Because he doesn't or she doesn't know what they did wrong. So now the, the parent is stressed, and if it, basically sometimes it's just a single mom yeah. working. You got to work from home, or she may be essential. Yep. But now, how am I going to, you know, make sure that my child is taken care of? So that stress, you know, weighs down on the child. So like I said, just we just gotta. As parents or as as a village, just make sure that you know they're all right too, because children are observant. Yeah, right. they sponges. Yeah. So, right. if you don't think they don't see or they don't know, I mean, they do. Then, your, then the mom might be a city girl too. Well, that's my <laughs> <laughs> that's my next question. How are the women doing? Do you do you yeah. feel like, you know? No, we got some women that are doing some amazing things. Just yeah. 
Besides that, if they're a city girl, if there are women, they're <laughs> probably being a city girl. Yeah. They just having fun. We do got city girls. We got some mag women at home, but for the most part, you know, the moms or whatever that, like I said, that may do work at home that are the positive part of it is that they are paying attention to the kids or they are. Um, you know, juggling work and school at the same time, so it, it's it gets rough. But our women are handling it. We got a lot of, yeah. we got a lot of uh, like women business owners, yeah. especially in the city, like doing big things. I see a lot of women flourishing too at this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's being yeah. entrepreneurs. So it's pretty dope to see our black women handling business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, does it make? Uh, Cause it seemed like I'm hearing a lot of complaining from them. They successful, but they still complaining about us. <laughs> they always gonna do that. Does it they make? Do does it? They always gonna do that. <laughs> they or always gonna like, do that. It don't sound like they're making. Uh, fellas aren't being. Uh, what do you call it? Motivated by it. Cause that's what it should be. You should be saying, "Oh man, look up." Yeah. I gotta get on my game. I gotta mm-hmm. get on my horse. Nah, but it don't mm-hmm. seem like that's what's happening. Right. Well, that's been the, that's been the trend that's been going on. The women. You see, they go to school more than the men, and they they they're starting to make more money. They, like it just it just is what it is. So I mean, men got to get on their job, man. That's well, all it I, is. I do want to know why is that though? Is it are why are are men not motivated if they're woman? If my if my girl she working going to school, uh, she got two jobs or whatever. She's saving money. She trying to um, she just basically trying to better herself. And I'm just in the crib. I'm on a game or whatever. And I'm, to answer I'm that being, question, got, I'm, I'm always motivated. Dude. I'm saying, <laughs> I, think, I think it's different that's for a, the guys sitting at this table. but Right. Because I mean, everybody's motivated. Not, it's just there are some that are like, yo, why aren't you helping? Or how can you just let her, you mean, go out there. Bring some cigarettes home, ass. babe. Yeah, like, <laughs> and bust her ass. No, they like, without you, you got like the wheel the all day, you dropping, a, you on, you Jody time, man. You dropping <laughs> off at work, and then you in the wheel all day on Instagram and all this, this like, why are a lot of our guys like that? I mean, it's a lot of guys like that. We still got dudes out here like that. It's good. It's a lot. They be getting at us. Yeah. They be on some yeah. men ain't men no more, cuz. That's the I don't know, like, you could get deep a, on it and say like it's kind of it's, it, it's by design, right? You know, over mm-hmm. time, it's you just when you take the man out of the. That's what I was about to say. Is a is a if the For man's sure. out of the equation, is it the like uh Ryan had made a point. It's like if you no, know, I'm the woman, and then you taking the man out of the equation by know. you giving me. You giving me uh, welfare? I'm getting a thousand dollars in food stamps. Right, you ain't independent if Uncle Sam didn't hear you. Yeah, but he can't live here. So now right. the man out of the equation. Now the woman is you know dependent on the, the government or what have you. Because it's, it's like, like this: it's like it's break the black family down. You you want the man's supposed to be the head of the household? Well, mm-hmm. take that away, boom. And um, you impart you try to empower the black women. So oh, I don't need a I don't need a man. Mm. So that's the problem. I would say to you, you though, emasculate the man. There are more, by percentage, there's more white people on welfare than than, than black people. Mm-hmm. So why didn't it happen to their families? No. I mean, there's been a lot of things. Like I mean, what we was saying though, there's been a lot of things that's been done right. over time that that's been kind of in a sense targeted yeah. to our community too. Right. That that's played a part in that. But I think another part of it is, um, like we've lost sight of like 
the rules of men and women, yeah, like gender rules too. Sure. Um, you said said something earlier where it's like, yo, it's a lot of things that's being accepted now that ain't, you know what I mean? It's oh, like, you can't talk about gender roles. You, that's, mean, a, that's a that's a that's a that's part of the prom, right? So I mean, I feel like it's certain traditions. Yeah, I understand that the world is changing and certain things is you know a little bit more accepted now, but certain traditions are necessary. I believe in gender roles, but I've been with my wife. It'll be twenty years in August. Mm. I do the food shopping. Right. I, it, you know what I'm saying? Right. I cook. So how do we define the gender gender roles? Then? F- that's, that's the thing. I feel I like it really is, it really does depend on you and your relationship exactly. and you yeah. and your partner. So right. basically, I can go home and tell my wife she gotta take that trash out. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> all right, then thanks. No, so, you can't uh, tell her that. Right. Y'all gotta agree that that's her <laughs> job. Right. right. She's gonna, gonna look gonna at you like contract boy. Up. So I hey think girl, I think people still thinking about trash, it in a way where it's like gender roles is supposed to look exactly a, cer- a certain way, but this, it's not really about that. It's about negotiating with your own individual partner, whatever, right. being open to what you want to do. Because we walk through life together, right. and ultimately, I want to carry your bag. I want to lighten your load. Right. Yeah. You like my load. We're going to discuss how to do that right. together. Right, right, right. That's that's like the little small things in the relationships that you have negotiate. But at the end of the day, women still need to be women and men need to be men. And I think we got we got a little a bit away from that yeah, over the years. Well, because we're equal, right? Everything want to be equal. Mm-hmm. Everybody want every woman. Wanna, I mean, listen, I'm all about equality. A woman can do. Listen, y'all know how I feel about black women. So yeah. at the end of the day, like I, it, it, I'm all for them doing everything and and being in the positions that they that they in. However, you still have to allow men to be men. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And um, you know, I think if we understand that we start to get back to that, you're gonna start. You're not gonna see less of those situations that. That's can you you're talking can about. you define what to you mm-hmm. what's a man and what's a woman? I think you know. I, I mean, it's just a simple answer, but I think it's just is is embracing. I think we got to get back to embracing masculinity, yeah. and women got to start embracing you know and bringing that that what they're innately have, which is the you know that, that feminine part of themselves. It's man. damn near like so the roles. It's almost like they reverse. switching. Yeah. Like it's almost like now, and I, this is something I'm seeing a lot too. Um, like it's almost looked down upon sometimes. Like this may sound dramatic or whatever, but I'm serious. Like it's almost looked down upon now if you have certain masculine standards. Like they calling it toxic if you if you toxic don't masculinity. Yeah, like if you if you act like a man nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Like it's almost as if like I, I seen it was this one thing I had seen in this group. It was like on the internet or something, and um, it was this guy he had like a dress on or something or just something it was like a, a feminine outfit or something right. and of course the woman you know they thought it was cool or whatever but then they was asking men like well would y'all wear that or would you allow your son to wear this or whatever and but some men are like no I'm not letting my son do that right. you know what I'm saying they didn't say look he can do what he want to do I'm not letting my son do right. oh you might be secretly gay like like if you if you don't if you don't you know support that stuff like it's almost that people look at you There's as like, well, should I question you? Yeah. Right. Because like, what you trying to hide? Now you hiding something if you act masculine. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's it's just it's it's just weird nowadays. So it's like yeah. we almost we almost in a sense, um, you know, advocate and encourage men being more feminine, and um, you know, that's that's doesn't that doesn't go with what we trying to is accomplish. Is that right. toxic or is that culture? Because, you know. There's places where they used to wear wigs, men. I just yeah, there's I use that as that, an example. No, I but, know, yeah, but, but like there's places where people yeah. like, you know, in ancient Egypt they wear mascara. Mm-hmm. The men wear makeup. Right. They was hard soldiers, but they had on makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, is uh how do we? I guess you got to be self aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for like for the culture, you know, ancient Egypt they had on skirts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. It's all about what you want to accept. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, even but even when you take that out of the equation, as far as like the little stuff with that, I think it's just the way people is just moving and how you function. I mean, like it's just certain things I just think a man is supposed to do and provide for a family and his relationship. Yeah, and um, you know, if if you move in that way, if you have these standards, if you raise your sons in a certain way. It's like you 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 a bigot or you you know I don't I don't know where when that shifted, right? Um, but to me, I just think it's it's dangerous. I just think it's dangerous. So, um, I don't know, man. I think we got to definitely get back to mm-hmm. like you know, men being men and men women got, men. Yeah, men got to get back to being men, men. And I think women have taken on the role of a role of a man and they they've had to in a lot they of had ways. to they, had, they to. had to and then even even like they move like a man when they come out here when they dating they like yo yeah. I can do what a man do like I can right. mess, mess with how many guys uh, I want my to my mama taught like me that. a long time ago women can't do what men do and you still can't. be called a lady right I still believe that we lost sight of that other people don't but I still believe we that we lost sight of that yeah exactly. I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> we lost sight of that man yeah. I think women are naturally you know, they get in trouble for being emotional, but that's the nurturing part. That's the part. You know, mm-hmm. you get in an argument with a woman about, well, you act like you don't care. Just not you. Mm-hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not a female. Right. Mm-hmm. They naturally, they nurture, they want to take care of you. They want to, I mean, for the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we need our kids. Now. We need our kids to have both sides. Right. Man is kind of more stricter, more stern. Need that balance, more right? Harder, and you need the balance. I mm-hmm. think there's, but then now we're getting into the weeds of the culture again. So, like someone to say, can two les can a lesbian couple raise a man mm-hmm. when they don't have the man the man ingredients? Right. Like, I don't know. Can you? I mean, a lot of it, us, a lot of us grew up with single mothers. I did. So, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't, you know, so I... I'm a little bit more emotional than some of my <laughs> homies, too. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I, think, I think that, like, I think sometimes women feel disrespected when you say that, like, you know, uh, your sons and your, your kids still need their father. Like, you can't just raise a boy. Yeah, on that's they, true. Some of them feel disrespected right, by that yeah. as, like, a slight. I'm a but, dad, all yeah, that type It's stuff, not really yeah. a slight because of the fact that, it's like, I, I can speak from my personal experience. My, my biological dad wasn't, wasn't really around for most of my life. And, um... You can never really f- fulfill that void. However, uh, you have to do it or at least come close to doing it in other ways. Like, you know, surrounding yourself by different other positive men, you know, the sports that we was involved in, coaches sure. and things like yeah. that. It's just certain things that a woman just not going to be able to teach you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, that's okay, though. Yeah. Like, they not they not supposed to be able to do certain things yeah. and teach us certain things. So I just think it's like. Yo, I hate them at the supermarket sides. yelling at the kids. Be a man. Stop crying. Like, <laughs> they trying, but I, I hate it. Yeah, they trying that, to do both sides. They trying to be daddy and, and mom. You just know be what super mean? mom. You don't got to be daddy. Yeah, just be super mom. Exactly. Because that kid's exactly. still going to come out with some stuff missing. Right. Right. Um, we had on time. Uh, we just about up. So time is it? It is eight forty. No, we, we good. We good. We good. Um. No, we over. <laughs> we over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was good to him. Yeah. You uh, got anything to say before we roll? Yeah. Um. Let them know where they can bother you at. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all. I'm only on Twitter. Hola, Stovito. You could just say my name, Starlin Underwood, <laughs> right. on both Instagram and, and and Twitter. I'm actually trying to fall back out of that because social media is a bit much these days. Right, I hear you. If you want to follow, that's what that's where I'm at. Parkboy underscore TV on Instagram, Olastovito on Twitter. Okay, Dave. 
Let them know where they can mess with Yeah, man. I mean, you can reach me on Facebook, Dave Quinn Montgomery, or, you know, Instagram, David underscore Quinn. Um, you know, I got a lot of people. Who, like I said, again, I, you know what I do. So, I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of people, you know, hitting looking for help. So, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for somebody or somebody I can refer you to, just, you know, hit me up or DM me there, and I can refer you to the right place. Darling, we appreciate you, man. Oh, I appreciate y'all. I mean, uh, episode 99. We up there. Yeah, we been, been. We, we got to help each other. We mm-hmm. got to. Got By to. any means necessary. These conversations are very important, man. We need them. You know what I mean? Rate, review, subscribe. Till next week. Bye.